Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another edition, episode of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. My name is Mashal St. Patrick Hewitt, one half of the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. And I just wanted to drop a little quick one. <laughs> I always say it's a little quick one, but this one, this one is genuinely intended to be a little quick one. I, I meant to do this one about maybe four days ago, five days ago when the news dropped. And, you know, I just never got around to it, but I had always written it down in my notes. Make sure I, make sure I address this one. Make sure... I say what I need to say on this one. And um, the topic, as you can see in the descriptor below, pertains to Deandra Dottin, the world boss. Um, listen, De- Deandra Dottin, what a player. Uh, so before I even start and before I even get into it, let's just get that out of the way first things first. I think Deandra Dottin is a fantastic um, player. I think she's one of the best to ever do it um, in the women's game. And um, yeah, I, I fully support her. But in light of what's happened, the 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 women's IPL is still ongoing. I think it was the Eliminator today at the time of recording. It's still ongoing. But her story and the issue around Yandra, which kind of broke just before the start of uh, the WIPL, and then Yandra kind of maintained her silence, dropped her one tweet saying essentially that God is good or something to that effect. Um, and then actually dropped her official statement after. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. For those who aren't aren't privy to the full story, let's get into it. So on the eve, and obviously if I say something which people say, nah, Mash, that's not how it goes, get in the comments below and address it. But on the eve of the tournament, uh, the Gujarat Giants, the team that had brought, uh, purchased, sorry, Dandra Dottin for the WIPL for approximately 60, I think it was 60K, 60 lakh, whatever, I don't know what the currency was, but it was 60,000, right? They'd purchased her, um, which at the time, some of us, myself and Santoki, certainly said it, relative to how much some of the other players had gone, we were surprised that she'd only gone for 60K. Um, there are a few players in world cricket that can hit can hit a long ball, um, as well as, as well as Deandra. There's few who have her power. 
In fact, there's there's few in world cricket who, how for those who are keen observers of the women's game, surely when you consider triple threat skills, and for Deandra that means fielding, ability to bowl, and ability to laying it out of the park, um, Deandra might be top five, right? So I'm, I'm, again, some of you will get in the comments and say, nah, you're exaggerating. But when you consider she's a triple threat, triple threat player, uh, Deandra might be top five when fit. Okay. So anyways, prior to the tournament, we expected Deandra to be there. Her and Haley, um, understandably so, were the only two West Indians who were due to be part of the WIPL. And on the eve of the tournament, the Gujarat Giants effectively released a statement saying something to the effect of, due to medical concerns and medical issues, uh, we have replaced Deandra Dottin. Uh, they replaced her with the Aussie player, and they said Deandra cannot make it. Immediately, everyone's like, what? What medical concerns? How has this just been announced just now on the eve of the tournament? Everybody flocked to, to, to Deandra's Twitter page. Um, in fact, let me find it, because Deandra's, I don't think... When Deandra dropped the statement the other day, I'm fairly certain that Deandra hadn't said anything since her original tweet. Let me find the original tweet that Deandra put out. Um, where, um, here she goes. On March the 4th, so just prior to the WIPL, Deandra tweeted, I really appreciate all the messages, but truth be told, I'm recovering from nothing but the Holy Ghost anointing. Thank you. Love that tweet. Hashtag God is good. Hashtag God is in control. And... We know that Deandra isn't shy shy to, to air her opinions, and I'll get to that later on in terms of why I'm saying that. But Deandra dropped that tweet, and you didn't need to be a super sleuth to read between the lines and know from that tweet that Deandra was basically saying that, that Gujarat Giants and their hierarchy were chatting a bunch of air um, and chatting a bunch of shiznit, right? Um, but she held her peace. After that tweet, we never heard anything about it again. Now, what's quite interesting to me is then on March the 7th, the Powett Elite Group announced the signing of Deandra Dottin as, as, as a new client uh, to their kind of player agency group. So that was on March the 7th, right? So again, we're waiting, we're waiting. WIPL kicks off now. Um, Hayley Matthews is doing her bits and pieces. And obviously Hayley's going to be, if she's not already, she's going to be an, a great of the game, certainly in the context of a West Indian uh, player in due course so we're watching we're watching we're not hearing nothing from deandra so we got deandra's holy ghost tweet on on march the 4th and we don't hear anything else we've got gujarat giants effectively controlling the media narrative saying that well you know deandra there's a medical concern she's in recovery she wasn't we we, we had to the the way gujarat went about it they effectively were saying in uh in in so much words that, well, we couldn't be certain that DeAndre was going to be 100% fit for this tournament, so we, we replaced her. I was hearing rumours from the Caribbean. I was hearing rumours right, left and centre about such and such players didn't want DeAndre in the team, so on and so forth. Those rumours were eventually debunked, so I was none the wiser as to what had gone on. But I knew that based on DeAndre's um, tweet message the day after the news broke, it was obviously some kind of fuckery was involved, right? Anyways, March 19th, Deandra drops this big statement, and I'm going to read the whole thing. Deandra said, if I might not read the whole thing because it's long, boy, it's like some A-level essay. I wish to issue a brief statement, brief, in light of ongoing speculation surrounding my recent exclusion, interesting choice of words, from the inaugural Women's Premier League that is currently taking place in India. And sorry, people, this was released five days ago, four days ago. 
I remain deeply disappointed by what can only plausibly be described as bewildering reasoning for my omission from the tournament. As was widely publicized, I was brought I was bought at the WPL auction by the Gujarat Giants, a franchise owned and operated by the Adani Group. Yeah, drop the bars, yes. At the commencement of the tournament, the franchise claimed that I was excluded from the team because I was apparently recovering from a medical situation. This was followed by a subsequent clarifying statement that contended that I was in fact unable to obtain medical clearance, despite being granted as recently as February the 20th. I would like to make it clear that I had experienced minor abdominal pain and swelling for which I had sought treatment in December 2022. This was followed by two further referrals to specialists for second opinions in December and January 2023, respectively. Following testing and investigations by the specialists, I was asked to rest until February the 13th and was cleared to resume fitness and playing activity from February the 14th, so essentially a month before WIPL started. Consequently, I recommend I recommence sorry, my personal training and fitness tra- uh, regime according to the guide li- guided timelines and experienced some soreness on the first day of resumed training, which was anticipated and reasonable, given that I, had be- that I had been asked to rest in the weeks preceding training. I was transparent about this in correspondence with the Gujarat Giants physiotherapist. However, this was misconstru- misconstrued and later conveyed to members of the franchise management team as me experiencing abdominal pain post-session which was not what I had indicated. The franchise subsequently insisted that I get myself assessed locally in Canada, where I am currently based, despite medical clearance already being granted as recently as February 20th by my treating surgeon, Dr. Ian Lewis, a copy of which had been presented to the Giants. To my shock, I was then forwarded email correspondence from the Giants physiotherapist that included the following demand. Deandra Dottin is strictly advised to submit her fitness report along with the recent scan by the 26th of February 2023. She will be deemed unfit for T20 matches in the WPL if she doesn't comply. This request was sent on Saturday the 25th, with the deadline being the following day, Sunday, making it near impossible to administer all stipulated medical tests, particularly as it was over a weekend. On Sunday 26th Feb, I received another email from a senior manager at Adani Sportsline, the sports arm of Adani Group, which stated that I was considered an integral part of the team and that I hold a solid role to play. However, they would require me to produce the new scanner reports by March the 1st. Whilst I was trying my utmost to arrange an expedited CT scan in accordance with the various deadlines I was being served, I received yet another email the following day, Monday the 27th of February, this time from the head of Adani Sportsline stating that they were unable to find me a timely appointment at a private hospital from their end and that they would thus formally be seeking to replace me in the league. The Giants' second public statement regarding my inclusion, published on March the 5th, specifically stated the following. Unfortunately, we were unable to obtain a medical clearance before the defined deadline for this season. Such clearances are a requirement of all players, players participating in the WPL. To the best of my knowledge, other players had not been requested to partake in medical testing, nor require medical clearance as a requisite to participate in the tournament. Furthermore, I am bewildered as to why, having been cleared to resume training by multiple surgeons, it was insisted upon by the franchise that I repeat medical testing and produce medical clearance that had already been provided. At the very least, I hope the above account of events that transpired, those which are also backed by documented correspondence, shall put to rest ongoing speculation and offer my fans, the media and stakeholders an accurate personal insight into my unfortunate exclusion from the Maiden Women's Premier League. My friends, DeAndra, drop those bars, boy. 
And the thing is this, and I'm sure so there'll be some people who will say, oh, no, that's not, that's, surely that's not how it went. Maybe there's a bit more to it. Listen, we know what Gujarat said because Gujarat got out there early and said, as Deandra said, Deandra um, hasn't provided the medical um, documents. And what was the line that, uh, that was in it? They The, the statement said from the, the Gujarat Giants, um, unable to obtain medical clearance, right? That's how the Gujarat Giants said it. Now, Deandra has sought to kind of clear the air and say, well, hold on, this is the exact timeline. And she's dropped the bars that said, I have the email or documented correspondence to back up this timeline. Mm -mm. So Deandra is saying, this is the correspondence that went back and forth. They've tried to fob you all off by saying that I couldn't obtain medical clearance. But here's a timeline saying that I, I was the one who sent the medical clearance in the first place. I was the one who had said that upon resuming training, there was the expected slight discomfort, but I had medical clearance about a month before the tournament was due to start. I'm good to go. Now, this is sheer speculation from my end, um, but I will state the following. I'm not saying we must believe Deandra 100%. But I am saying that I always tend to shift towards the person who can talk about timelines and documentation. Basically, they got receipts to back up their bars. It's interesting that since Deandra dropped her bars, Gujarat Giants haven't come back with another with, with another sneak diss. They've just gone quiet, right? And I'm I'm not here to say that um that Gujarat have done her dirty and it's not right and we must rally behind Andrew. That's not even really the point of what I'm saying. It's more for me to just reflect on it and say, no, actually, no, I've got, actually, Gujarat have done her dirty. So it's more to reflect on it and say, Gujarat have done her dirty. And actually my take on it would be that Jandra's done the right thing. Because at the end of the day, Rightly or wrongly, and whatever Gujarat's intention, the, the 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 ownership's intention behind Gujarat were intending to do, you risk damaging someone's brand by suggesting she's got no medical clearance and this that this that. And I'm sure her agency had a, has a had a role to play in this. You're effectively damaging her potential brand. And I think Deandra's done the right thing. She's got to come out with bars. She's got to um, produce the receipts because at the end of the day. Deandra's got a livelihood to think about. And this whole, maybe it's too strong a word, but this whole unsavory kind of communication from the Gujarat end and Deandra kind of held her peace initially, it, it created, and that's why I was hearing rumors all over the Caribbean. So I don't blame Deandra. I was getting enough messages sent to me saying, oh, this is why Deandra's being excluded. She's fallen out with this person. Next person don't want her on the team. And this, that, this, that. And maybe there's elements of truth to that. For all we know behind the scenes, someone didn't want Deandra about. Certainly the evidence points to the fact that Gujarat clearly had made a decision at some point in time, very early on in the piece, actually, we don't want her. Now, the counterclaim to that is, why would they have spent the 60K in the first place? I can't answer that. But clearly to me, at some point in all of this, Gujarat made a decision that Deandra is, uh, is more hassle than it's worth. But we don't know the full ins and outs as to why that was. We can only go off Deandra's timeline to, to possibly suggest that either 
they saw her as an, an an element or an individual that they maybe, and this is pure speculation, that they maybe felt, I know, might be divisive within the, the within the changing room. That's pure speculation. Or more likely, it may well be that they just made a financial decision, and they 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 will say they did due due diligence in terms of trying to get. Um, the paperwork that they claim that Deandra needed, that Deandra says that nobody else in the tournament seemed to have to provide. Um, but as a owner of a franchise or ownership group of a franchise, ultimately it's your franchise. You have to make big, important financial decisions that you think benefit your franchise. And someone within that ownership group or the ownership group as a collective fundamentally or ultimately decided that not having Deandra was better than having Deandra. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, I just say this. Which team finished last in the WIPL? Was it not the said same Gujarat Giants? So I wonder now what the ownership group is thinking. Who made the call? Who was the person? Who was the key person that piped up in the in the meeting and said, you know what? Nah, man, we have to replace Deandra Dottin. Do they reflect back on it now after a very on, I think they played eight games, group stage matches, one, two, lost six. Do they now look back and go, boy, we had the chance of having the world boss on the team and we dashed her to one side over some um over over what looks like um <laughs> what's the, what should I say over what looks like tenuous medical reasoning and there's clearly what I would say is there's clearly more to this story than has come out in the public and certainly Deandra's statement suggests that something is not being said but as I try to now wrap this uh, this particular episode up, it does raise a particular point to me. When people may remember that about what well, must be eight months ago now, so eight months ago, Deandra, so Deandra has form. Eight months ago, Deandra dropped her retirement bars. People may remember in the midst, in the middle, ban right, bam, in the middle of the Commonwealth Games when Barbados were there representing the region, she just dropped the letter. Two o'clock in the morning, UK time, dropped the letter saying that as of effective, the 1st of July, 2022, she, and this was dropped at the beginning of August. She says, effective from the 1st of July, 2022, I've already made it clear to Cricket West Indies, I'm done with representing West Indies women. And Tantoki and I did an episode on that, never a dull day in West Indies cricket, just looking at how interesting it was that Deandra did it in the middle of a Commonwealth Games, whilst playing for Barbados, playing under Hayley Matthews, who was due to be the next West Indies women's captain. Why did Deandra drop the bars then? That wasn't the time to drop it. And what was the subplot? What was the subcontext to the world boss dropping that letter then? Clearly, she was very unhappy with proceedings. We fast forward now to the 19th of March. Deandra drops the statement, drops the bars. Clearly, she's very unhappy with proceedings. I'm not saying the two incidents are linked, but it does give a bit of a kind of uh, 
look or inner look to the psyche um, of Deandra. Deandra is not afraid to speak her mind. Deandra is not afraid to, to speak what she believes to be her truth. But what I would say is this now to Deandra, and we're, we're trying to get the world boss on the Caribbean Cricket Podcast. So if this episode makes its way to Deandra Dotin, Deandra, I'd love you to come on the podcast and we can chop it up and we can talk all about your career and so on and so forth. But the one thing I would just say to, to Deandra is this. It is highly unfortunate that arguably the best player of her generation, Deandra is only 31, by the way, the best player of her generation stepped away from West Indies women's cricket in July 2022, for her whatever personal reasons she ultimately has, right? She's then, eight months later, had a falling out with the Gujarat Giants prior to the biggest tournament, uh, inaugural tournament, sorry, the biggest inaugural tournament and will grow on to be certainly a massive tournament or the tournament in women's cricket, the women's the women's uh, IPL, um, or the WPL, I should say. Um, does Deandra now look having missed out on the bag for this particular tournament. And I'm sure she'll get a deal next year. I don't think this, in hindsight, with Gujarat having sucked at the tournament, I don't think this has actually diminished Deandra's um, uh, aura as a player. If anything, I think there'll be an amazing scramble for Deandra Dottin next year now because Gujarat clearly needed her and clearly a fit Dottin would have helped them. Isn't this the same Dotting who's already been winning? To, did she not win the tournament in the uh, BBL? Uh, uh, the, the the women's uh, version of that. Um, was she not in one of the, I'm speaking off the top of my head, but was she not in one of the finalist teams in the 100 last year? I feel like they even won it, to be fair. Correct me if I'm wrong, people. Okay. But does Deandra look at all of this? And I know she wants to get her big bag, but I had a conversation with a couple of people back in the Caribbean. When Deandra stepped away from West Indies women's duty, what's quite interesting to me is this. This is West Indies women's um, schedule for the next year and a bit. June 2020, June slash July 2023, we play three ODIs and five T20s versus Ireland at home. September, October, they play three ODIs and three T20s versus Australia away. February 2024, um, we play Pakistan away, three ODIs, five T20s. Um, June, July 2024, we play Sri Lanka away, three ODIs, three T20s. And then at the end of that year, you have the T20 World Cup, which will be in September, October, which will be in Bangladesh. Now, if you need to rewind the video and, and write down the notes for that, and then I want people to tell me this. Go and look at when all the major women's T20 franchise tournaments are and then tell me which of those tournaments actually clash with West Indies duty. Okay? Go and write that all down. Get in the comments below. And what you will find is that pretty much none of the major tournaments clash with West Indies duty. So when Deandra Dottin retired, from West Indies women's cricket, and she's got her, she's got every right to do so. I'm not saying that we must blame her and have a go at her for retiring, but what's quite interesting to me is that when DeAndre Dotting retired from West Indies women's duty, it wasn't a case. It's not like the it's not like the men's game where it's one or the other for some of these guys. For DeAndre Dotting, it didn't need to be one or the other. She could actually do both. Now, if DeAndre made that decision because she said, "I'm 30, 31 years old." My body's starting to have a bit more problems than I want it to be. Let me just prioritize franchise cricket. If that was her decision, 
cool. But franchise cricket in West Indi- in the West Indies women's context isn't clashing massively with West Indies women's duty. So why did Deandra step away really? Now, I've heard some reasons, heard stuff about captaincy and this, that and the other and potential fallout with this, that and the other. That's all speculation to me. I can't say with any certainty. Again, we can read between the lines. But when we look at that, and when we look at the recent situation with um, the Gujarat Giants in the in the Women's Premier League, it certainly raises a sense of DeAndre Dotting somewhat of an enigma. And I back her. What an amazing player. Um, what uh, an amazing impact she's had on the women's game. But she's certainly an enigma. I'd love nothing more than DeAndre Dotting later on in 2023 to say, you know what? I shouldn't have retired. I'm back. I'm back. I'm I'm coming back to West Indies women's side. I'm coming back to give back. I'd love that to be the case. And I'd love Deandra to maybe think she was a bit hasty in doing all that. But we continue to watch the Deandra Dotting story. We continue to wish her well. She's got a hundred deal um, coming up this year, um, later on in the English summer. She'll continue to, she'll continue to get deals in Australia and so on and so forth. But um, I just wanted to kind of just touch on this later Deandra Dotting story. Get at me in the comments below. What do you think about it? Um, what do you think about what uh, Deandra Dotting's importance in the West Indies women's game? We'd all probably take her back in a heartbeat. Do you think she'll ever come back and represent the Maroon? You can follow the Caribbean Cricket Podcast at Carib Cricket on Twitter and Instagram. Like, share and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Before you go, press like, press the subscribe button hit that notification button and all of that jazz as you try and get on the road to 5k youtube subscribers and of course if you want to head to www.patreon.com forward slash carib cricket and you can become a supporter of the caribbean cricket podcast for as little as one dollar one rupee one one yen one euro whatever your currency might be every little bit goes a long way thank you as ever for listening to the caribbean cricket podcast i've been Mashal saint patrick hewitt thank you and good night Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.